I would have to say is the IPAs, the India Pale Ls, which there's a lot of them out there. But me, I'm stick to the Sierra Nevada or the Dogfish Head 60 Minute IPAs. That's the shit right there. Mexican. Favorite album for me would be Liquid Swords from the Jizza. and eats the podcast i am your host old head ed once again thank you for joining thank you for tuning in appreciate the support uh this week i'm joined i'm joined by an mc producer uh apparently pro skateboarder i just learned this uh pro skateboarder um the the mind behind esf master builders the vice city villain none other none other than lord apoc apocalypse apoc masters sir how we doing all is good, man. Just chilling, man. You I, know? I appreciate that. Oh, yeah. And I would say I was a pro skateboarder years ago. Okay. But I'm still up there. Still skate better than half of you motherfuckers out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still put the wheels to the turf and boom, yeah. huh? Dope, Definitely. dope. Um, let's get into... Uh, I mean, now I'm, I'm going to... Honestly, I want to delve into that. But um, let's get into uh, what got you into music. Um did MCing come first? Did producing come second? How did that work M- out? MCing came first, man. When okay. I when I was young, but I'm during the golden era, in my teenage years during the mid '90s, just so much dope hip hop was coming out, man. I can't sit there and pick albums or tell you, but just I was blown away by just the the whole movement, and it just got to a point that I just started freestyling with the help of some blunts and stuff and uh. some brews, of course. But just would be freestyling, freestyling, and got to a point that I just did it so much that I was like, well, maybe let me try writing a rhyme. And then mm-hmm. during that time, I was, I was my first probably first rhyme I wrote was probably like seventeen. And believe it or not, my next door neighbor had like a little recording studio. He was like, oh, come over, let's try this. And he had some beats. I mean, I wasn't digging the beats too much, but I just started rhyming with the homie there, and just that was like my first taste of listening to myself being recorded and not in a narcissistic way but that blew my mind i was like oh wow this actually sounds pretty good okay so i just kept going with it till till this day <laughs> years later yeah, you know? yeah, yeah yeah man master master in the craft honing yeah. in and whatnot yeah for sure man. dope dope um do you remember the for you? So that was the first time you actually sat down. You you started freestyling first, wrote a rhyme, yeah. and then you recorded with the neighbor next door. Um, <clears throat> what was it like the first time you let somebody else hear it? Um, I, I mean, I thought it was dope, man. So I was all hype pushing it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So the reaction, I guess, I probably threw in some sub- suggestive thinking in there, but the reaction I got, I was I was content with it, and a lot of people that heard, they were like, "Oh, this is dope, man!" That just fueled the fire for me just to keep going, man. Yeah, you know, definitely. Dope, dope. Um, some of the early influences. I know you mentioned the golden era of hip hop, yeah. hearing a bunch of dope stuff at the time. Some of the early influences. No, I mean, a lot of Wu Tang for sure. Like okay. when I first heard the Thirty Six Chambers album, that just blew my mind because mm. that was kind of different to like you know me being in Miami. 
you would hear like the Two Live Crew, the Poison. Two Live Crew, I was like, eh. Poison Clan was more hardcore street, so I bumped that a lot. Mm -hmm. And also like, you know, the Easy e I mean, Ice Cube. Then when that Wu-Tang came out, it was just different, man. So when I heard that, it was like the lyrical content and the wordplay, it was just different during that time. And I guess the, the, the gritty lo-fi underground boob map beats from there, it just took me, took me away to just another place. Yeah. And I was, I was blown away, I mean, but also, like, Mob Deep, Big L, okay. KRS-One, that, that whole um, New York state of mind, Nas, that whole golden era of hip-hop there, yeah. man, is like, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Just yeah. a lot of big influences of just, just like, heavy-hitting rhymes, dope beats, and yeah. Yeah, so you, drew, you drew from that well yeah. of inspiration, which is, a, which is a good well to draw from. Um, you got, you know, some of the best to do it there, and especially yeah. at that point where they're at the pinnacle of their game, so that that's always a good uh, moment to be in. Um, when did you get into producing? Producing, uh, man, I would have my brother Lord Gamma, which he's actually my younger brother. Okay. I, I just told him like he'll get a drum machine and figure it out, and that's and, <laughs> and pretty much that's what happened for a long time, man. Probably my first beat that I've made that I actually recorded was probably like like ten years ago. Okay, I think it was the beat Fusion. That okay. I did, or almost about ten years ago. I can't be exact sure, but it's around around there. Yeah. But um, I mean, there was a few beats I made, but I didn't really wasn't feeling it. So even till this day, I use that that method. I'm I could make ten beats, but if I'm not really if I can't rhyme to it, it automatically gets disregarded and deleted, and just go on to something. Okay. Once it's made, then I feel it. But my first beat that I made that I actually felt was off the song Fusion on the End Sabrina Lo-Fi Master album. And that was pretty much, I, was, I mean, I'm saying 10 years ago, but something like that. Yeah. Maybe seven years ago, yeah, something yeah. like that, okay. around that frame. I can't remember. Yeah. But I, after that, I just started buying drum machines after drum machines and haven't stopped since. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to take a step back and go back to your brother, Lord Gamma. Um, from the moment you told him, yo, here, this is a drum machine, yeah. see what you, could, what you could do with it. How long did it take him for kind of like to pick up? Honestly, a matter of days, man. Really? On, I, I mean... I remember this really, there was no really no computers to like have plugins or MIDI mm. connections. This was just straight. He figured out how to sample the sounds. I don't even know where he got the drum kits from. But um, yeah, it's probably in like within two weeks we, we had beats. Yeah. <laughs> you know, wow. it just kept going from to this day. And then you already had the rhymes in the yeah. chamber ready yeah. to go. Fire and I'd off. record everything to little the Tascam four track tape player. Okay. And just bump out fucking <laughs> shitty <laughs> tapes, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, the Tascam that yeah. brings back the little memories, blue one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For Hell real, yeah. for real. Um, so let's go into uh, skateboarding, something that happened before you started getting oh, no, into hip hop. Yeah, yeah skate skateboarding was probably like, I'd probably landed my first kickflip in like 1989, 1990. Mm, yeah. And pretty much through all the 90s, man, I just went hard at it. And um, few pro skateboarders I used to skate with as like everyday friends when I was a kid. Um, not really going to name drop or nothing, but um, got to a point I started getting better than them. So I was getting sponsored by like all the local spots. And then I got like a hookup with um, Flo with um, Santa Cruz and then okay. H-Town. And did that for a while. And then... I kind of just stopped, okay. and then then the hip hop took over because I mean that was kind of the battle during that during not from like not, when I was a what from like nineteen ninety to like ninety seven. Yeah. During that, I started going towards more of the hip hop path, but I still skated. But I stopped putting all my energy and focus into skateboarding and started just letting music 
and hip hop just take over. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Dope, dope. Um skateboarding, I know skateboarding and, and, and music go hand in hand. No, it, it does, especially these days now. Yeah. You know, it, and actually back then it did a lot too, you know what I mean? But during then a lot of skaters I would hang with more more punk. punk. Yeah, but but shit, I was skating to fucking Wu Tang and like all the shit that influenced me. Yeah. You know, definitely. Yeah. You know, and um Speaking of hip hop and um, skateboarding, probably let's about ten years ago, um, my homeboy Rasulullah, that's from um, Lost Children of Babylon, that was with Jedi Mind Tricks, like we were became pretty good friends on through the internet, and he was like, "Yo, bro, I'm in Miami. Can you get me some trees?" And like you know, like I would always go through the phase of I would stop skating for a few years and I would skate again. So then it got uh, this was during the time I was skating again. So he actually came down to Miami, so I went to go meet him. And I had a DGK like hat. I love haters. So I walked in, and he's like, "Oh, that's my shit." And then I'm like, "What do you mean that's my shit?" He's like, "Oh no, my cousin Stevie Williams owns that company." Yeah. I was like, "Oh shit!" So then I got hooked up with them, and I was getting mad free shit for a while through DGK as well. So I mean, that's just how yeah. skateboarding and hip hop pretty much are yeah. hand in hand. Yeah, you know, that blew my mind too. There, I was like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> so, yeah, you know, it, when you, you saying that reminds me, takes me back to to me. I mean, the closest thing I got to skateboarding, actually, <laughs> skateboarding for me was it was something that I was like, I would always admire when the kids would do it, and everyone was like, "Man, I, I wish I could skateboard." I never owned a skateboard. Yeah. I think by the time I got a skateboard, it was like that wasn't even a thing anymore. Yeah. Like I had told my parents, "Oh, I want a skateboard," and then, like most. Hispanic families, I yeah. don't know. I, no, I find yeah. myself where it's like you get your gifts a year after you ask them. Yeah. Like, oh, didn't you want a skateboard? And I was oh, like, I got, yeah, it and I was like <laughs> got it for you now. Nah, like, that you, was man. last year. But yeah. um, but I remember, I easily remember getting into. I was big into video games, and I would play the Tony Hawks. Yeah. And then you'd come across where you had like that's chat. when that's when it started getting big, man. When yeah. that Tony Hawk Pro Skater came out, oh man, that's I, exactly. That's and then, and at the same time, you're you're watching, you're playing these characters, and you're getting to know these these characters, yeah. these skaters. I want to say, and uh, and Chad Muska, yeah, and uh, and I was like, oh, and then also there's like Muska beats, yeah, and he like, rhymes oh. and all that and shit. You, yeah, yeah, so it's it's crazy how it intertwines. Yeah. It the, both both uh, both worlds kind of meet at a, at a point and they intertwine. And and then even the music that was played within these video games, oh, no, yeah, was intricate, man. It was definitely a a, you know a time frame for sure, for sure. Um, how long ago did you drop Vice City Villain? Vice City Villain, um, two thousand eighteen, what two years ago? Okay, two okay. years ago did that album. There, that was yeah. the last project where you rhymed on. You did a beat tape after that. Um, the Wonder Years was that before or after that? Oh no, the Wonder Years. That's actually my latest release. Okay, actually, yeah. Okay. I have so many albums, man. Like, actually, release independently, I might have the most. I think I'm, like, at 50 or more than 50 wow. albums released. So I'm dropping... I normally would drop 50... I mean, not 50. I would drop, like, five or six albums a year consecutively. I mean, I got, like, four albums pretty much done now. Okay. And I'm just finishing up on one now. So, I mean, before 2020 is over, I'll probably have, like, another six releases under the belt, man. Excellent. That's for excellent. sure. That's but the Vice, Vice City Villain, that was too... 2018 okay and that was a lot of beats that i the majority 80 percent of the beats on there i produced all of them and then the other couple beats gamma did but okay. that was that was the whole thing behind that there was like me actually rhyming on a lot of my beats consecutively yeah you know dope, yeah dope. yeah it's a lot of work that's a lot yeah. of work that's being put in that's that's oh no that's, I'm, I'm i find myself burnt ah yeah. At the end of the day, I'll go to sleep early, wake up early. Yeah. Or sometimes, like for the last couple of days, man, I've been not putting in all nighters, but like till three in the morning. 
then waking up, going to work. I mean, it's just a cycle. It's like the energy I feel. You know, like sometimes I'm like, I need to give the hip hop stuff, just give it a break for a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah. But I can't even help it. There's like some days I'm like, oh, I'm not going to record nothing today. Within two or three hours after that, I'm recorded four or five songs or made two or three beats. So, I mean, it's it's a contradiction. Yeah. It's a yeah. love and hate thing. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Despite your, yeah. Your, your body says one thing, your yeah. mind says the other. You never know when creativity it's strikes. Just, it's just the energy you get from creating yeah. something, man. You know, and a lot of hard work, when it pays off, it's... Even though it might become work, but it's not work if it's something that you love doing. That's so I guess true. it's getting paid for. It's a plus. That's yeah. kind of what blows my mind too, man. Yeah. I'm like fuck, I'm getting paid for this shit. Yeah. I might as well keep doing it. Yeah, you know? yeah exactly. You yeah. know, if a, it's it's an equal motivation. It's yeah. like you're already a creative, and on top of that, there's some income coming in, man. Yeah, you can't go against that, though. Yeah, for man. sure. Uh, talk to me about um, you got a uh, a show. Is it APOC Everything Is? Oh, the, the APOC's Everything Show. APOC yeah, man. It was, um, I mean, my following was pretty decent, man. So it was like, okay. you know, a lot of people would be asking me questions of like subject matter and rhymes I would talk about. And like, okay. you know, so I wanted to incorporate it with that. But also with just like a lot of things that go through my head. It could be it could be anything. I could talk about from how I'm making a beat on a 404 mm. and then I'm all of a sudden I'm talking about alien abductions. <laughs> so, you know, that's why it's the APOC's Everything Show. But, um, yeah, I took a break for the last two weeks. Okay. I think it's been two weeks. Okay. But next week, I'll have episode five out, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, just my mind gets lost, man. It's like, yeah. yeah, just one day I'm working on... When I'm working on music a lot, then certain things go on halt. Like, I have a whole list of things in my head. Yeah. Like, I'm going to do a few more shows, and i got to start filming more videos. So, okay. it's like, it doesn't so, end. Yeah, yeah. You get, I mean, and then it, everything, these things all pull you in different directions. Yeah, different no, no, times, it definitely, so. definitely pulls me in different yeah. directions, man. And then, I mean, you, you touched on the fact that you can go from talking about how you, you know, put something together on a beat machine to like some otherworldly yeah, stuff, definitely. which means like, I mean, I guess you could say that everything is connected in a sense. Yeah, like, everything. I mean, I'm a firm believer that we are all connected, mm-hmm. whether you believe it or not, man. Um, law of attraction for every action, there is a reaction, mm-hmm. and that's what. And that's like the chain of the universe. We all have a consciousness sim- simultaneously in a world of what? What is it? Six, seven billion people they yeah. say, yeah, yeah, and yeah. we're all connected, experiencing things, all living a life at the same time in yeah. a universal aspect of a consciousness or energy yeah. that we're all connected to. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to get too deep no, into no, it. But, I, don't, no. I don't know where yeah. it'll go, but you know, but yeah. I, I believe in a lot of. I'm not going to say strange things because these things that I do believe in, it's pretty much common sense. If you put one and two together, it makes three. You know, yeah. it's just the things that we'd be told a lot. It's like, oh, that's crazy. You can't do this. You can't do that. So the the programming and the brainwashing starts at a very young age yeah. for human beings. So and and you said you, know? you mentioned strange, and it's it's crazy. Yeah. When you think about it, things are only strange until you become accustomed to them. Yeah. The, after that, there's no longer strange. No, for sure. You know what I'm saying strangers are strangers until you yeah. actually introduce yourself to someone, and then yeah. that, no, that person is no longer a stranger. So, sure. Yeah. That that makes that makes a whole world of sense. Um, uh, fitness enthusiast. Yeah, okay. I mean, like I said, it's on and off, man. There, okay. there, there, there's there's times I'll be I'll be at the gym every day for a year, okay. working out, go run, jog five miles every other day, bike ride twenty five miles, go skating, get some cardio in, yeah. and then it's like like on my downtime, I'm like just yeah, trying to just focus, gather my thoughts, and reboot ready for the, the yeah, pretty much reboot and go for the thing. But working out, man, and, or or a healthy or being health conscious of certain things. 
I mean, in the physical aspect of working out, lifting weights, and training, I've been doing that on and off for 20 years, man. Like, okay. like right now, I'm at like 230 pounds, but I'll, I, I rotate anywhere from 210, 230, 220. Mm-hmm. You know, so right now I'm like on the, like a bear hibernating. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So right now, but eventually I'll be back running or training, okay. man. You know. No, as long as you keep moving, man. Like, no, no, no. It, it's, everything it's, else. It's, it's normally just um. I don't know. I just give myself breaks, man. Like yeah. I give myself sometimes longer breaks than I'm needed, mm. but it works out at the end. Yeah, you know? yeah. Hey, yeah. no, the body knows, bro. Yeah. The body knows when it's ready to go at it again. Nah, don't 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 get me wrong. Like every day, I'm like, I need to go run. I need to go train. I need to do this. But yeah. you know, then I gotta go to work. And then after work, I'm like tired. But I'm like, I gotta finish this music project. I do yeah. that, or I gotta film this show, or I gotta come up with ideas for a video, yeah. or I gotta, or I gotta be dad. Yeah, you know, so yeah. And so yeah, it's hey, I'm getting pulled in all directions, but the, the the thing is, is just stay centered, of course, and just focus and get it done. You know, one what is the what's the saying? One step at a time, one foot of the other, or something one like foot that. The other, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, that'll get yeah. you. That's the thing, and I, you, I think you 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 kind of mentioned it or you said it perfectly. It's it's movement. Yeah, movement, and even you find yourselves that even while you're at rest, yeah. there is a movement that goes on. Oh, no, definitely. You know? And as long as you're moving, you're taking those steps, man. That's that's the way to do it. That's the For way sure, to do man. it. Um, big anime fan? <laughs> Can you tell? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can you not tell? <laughs> big anime fan? <laughs> <laughs> Might be Yo, a problem a little. I man. would be remiss to, to to neglect to say that uh, we are recording. We are recording. At the dojo of APOC here, yeah, man. and uh, and I'm just kind of taking it all the scenery all in, and then, yeah, we're we're surrounded by anime figures, uh, yeah, man, and whatnot. Yeah, I'm, books. A, I'm a big anime fan, okay. man. Okay, what got um, you big, into that? Big comic book fan. I mean, right, I, I, yeah. I, it comes from comic That's books, where it man. Starts. Yeah, yeah. It starts, sure. started with comic books and just just you know just just imagination and creation out of the norm, man. Mm. You know, so mm-hmm. just. Just other things to think about and just ponder thoughts, you know, like superheroes. You're like, oh, I wonder. Yeah. And yeah. Just, just, I guess, like being a child at heart, just okay. never growing up almost. True. But, um, like, what I tell a lot of people, oh, I'll give these to my kids eventually. Yeah. That's yeah. what I keep telling myself. But, <laughs> you know. Myself. Oh, but, um, my, yeah. my boys would really enjoy this one eventually, but I'm going to get it for now. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. You know, it gets to a point where, where, the, where the wife, man, she, like, I got to, like, just don't even show it to her. Just place it in the place. She doesn't even know. It notice. blends in with the it design. It just blends in with everything else. She won't notice. You know? You remember the first anime you, uh, you remember seeing? Honestly, the, the first anime, I believe it was Ninja Scroll, man. Yeah, that's a good place I to believe, start. I believe it was Ninja Scroll. Very good place to start. Um, I skipped school that day. Okay. And it was my neighbor that had the studio. And he was like, he was a Jamaican Rasta. He's like, yo, rude boy, come watch this, man. Yeah. Smoke some ganja. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so watch Ninja Scroll. I was like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> Yeah. And then after that, that's where it started. Then I picked up on pretty much a few days after that, probably Akira, then like Fist of the North Star. Mm. And 25 years later, I think, or something like that, I'm still watching mad shit. Yeah. Big fan of um, Dragon Ball, Dragon okay. Ball Z. Dragon Ball Super took me a while to get into it, but I mean, towards the Goku Black Saga, I was like, oh, this shit's fire. Man. Okay. You know, okay. and then also a big fan of Berserk. All right. Um, hardcore. Guts is the man. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. I, don't know, I don't know if you know what I'm have, talking about. I haven't about. got into Berserk. Berserk is insanity, is it? Okay. man. It I'm is have to check Berserk, it out. they they did a in the in the mid nineties they did a series and they did they, they broke it was three series. Then they turned it into a movie in a few years back. Then they came out with the series. Then they stopped. Even with the manga they stopped. But um 
That shit is hardcore, man. Yeah. Like most realistic, you can relate to that one, man. Really? Yeah. You know, okay. Fucking, you gotta watch it. It's fucking hardcore, I dude. I think for some reason I felt like at some point where I was kind of going through when they still had video stores. Yeah. You know, I mean, even like the West Coast Video, yeah. not even Blockbuster, like West Coast Video, because they had a more extensive catalog. Yeah. <clears throat> as far as anime. And there was a while there was me and my homeboys. It was like every Friday or you know we you know school yeah. and then week or whatever. Get your hand to your business thing. We go link up. Let's go grab a movie, two movies. Yeah. And we and I have a feeling I I want to say that Berserk might have been in there. Yeah. Um. I and it was like I it was, was this recent or what? No, this was uh this was ninety five ninety six. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Berserk when Berserk came out, it was a slow series. You actually had to watch some shit that was probably boring. Mm. But I just <clears throat> I read some of the manga and I knew the story kind of behind it. But it gets to a point that it's just fucking insane. It's he's like in the middle dark ages and okay. a lot of sword fights. All right. But all right. his thing is like he just um carried a sword probably like two hundred pounds or something. Got to a point he just he became his own master of fucking shit up. Wow. But like yeah. pretty much what what got me, what blew me away is the one episode that he pretty much had to fight a hundred motherfuckers, killed them all. Wow. Started at night, you see him there, pretty much all <laughs> fucked up, about to die. Yeah. But he killed the hundred motherfuckers. And wow. <laughs> but it was brutal. It was hardcore, man. And I was like, you know what? This motherfucker here is hardcore as fuck. Even <laughs> yeah. though it's a cartoon, it's an animation. Some of that shit is can you can relate? I can yeah. imagine living in those times of yeah. in history when it was the sword spoke, live by the sword, die yeah. by the sword. Yeah, yeah. Way more <laughs> brutal than anything I'm sure we can imagine living in today. Exactly. And that was a part of history that. Existed. It's true. So it blows my mind. All, all that shit blows my mind. Yeah. And also gives me more of a narrative or more just creative. Just when I write rhymes or just to, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to say that I'm not weird, but a lot of people like the same shit I do to be surprised of the people, yeah. like, you know. But I'm just, I'm always, sometimes I'm always to myself for the most part. So I, I might lose my sense of reality amongst other motherfuckers or what's going on <laughs> yeah. in the world when I'm just trapped in my own little bubble. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, man, I think it's good for the, the mind, body, and soul, man. Damn. Creativity, animation, yes. wondering, and just thinking out the box. I mean, yeah, we're energy. Yeah. And the energy has to be used in one way or yeah. the other. And, it, I mean, it's all about what you decide to do with it. So that's definitely a, a good place to put it, oh, um, yeah. you know, f for good. And then, you know, that cultivates more good. No, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, yeah. You know? <clears throat> I just I'm, I'm like a renaissance man. If it's art, I'm there. Even okay. you know, I'm there. Even with my graffiti days, I still got my cans. Got arrested a few times spraying shit up. I yeah. still do whatever, especially once I have a few brews, man. I'm uh, in downtown. I got my crit, got my crit markers. I'm like fuck it, throw up an apoc, you know. So uh, I mean, just all aspects of hip hop and art, culture, you know, a lot of stuff when I was a kid. I mean, I don't think anybody really wants to grow up. I mean, you got to grow up and be responsible, yes, of course. Yes. But don't grow up and be that asshole teacher that I'll be in school like, oh, what's wrong with this fucking person? Yeah. Or that adult that's just like a dick that just gave up on their childhood. Some yeah. people want to, and I remember then, a lot of people were dying to grow up fast, man. And look it's at true. them now. It's Fuck true. me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, man. And, it, and, it's, and it's, um, it's, it's pretty, everything's effective. Words are effective. So when you have someone who didn't, who didn't kind of meet their own expectations, yeah. they're real quick to turn around and condemn yeah. somebody and not knowing that, you know, you really don't want anybody else to go through that, but yeah. you put that in their head and then they end yeah. up finding themselves that you, you keep perpetuating the same yeah. thing. No, man. exactly. It's like a manifestation of thought. It's like what you, yes. you get what you give, it, it, even in thoughts. Yes. You know, you want yes. to positive, wake up every morning, I feel great, even if you don't feel great, but you keep with that positive vibe and that energy, 
you, you'll get yourself on track. Yeah. Opposed to someone that's just negative. Ah, oh, fuck this. Yeah. Man. That's yeah. how it's just gonna always be. That's because true. then you're bringing that into your reality, Correct. into your life. Correct. You know. And when you're magnifying, when you're putting the, that, you're putting that under the magnifying glass. You you tend to miss yeah. all the all those opportunities that you could have that were the positive ones or that could have turned that day around. Oh, for sure, man. Well, hell yeah. I feel that. I feel that. Uh, one last thing before we wrap this one up. Uh, one Punch Man. Did you know there was a second season? Oh, pff, I got a One Punch Man right there. Psycho Man. That's season one and two, man. Bro, I I just I, recently found out that Hulu had the second season. Yeah, it's on there. My ass was waiting on Netflix. I'm sitting there like, yo, when is Netflix gonna drop the oh, second man. season? Yeah, man. Netflix. <laughs> Was pretty dope for coming out. No, no, Hulu was dope Hulu. for coming out with that. I see yeah. that there, but like this, this one here though, I think they're going. They did a lot more episodes, I think, on this did one. Here. I'm only like uh, three episodes in. And was it a lot more? Oh no, part <coughs> one was probably season one was probably like ten episodes or something like that. Yeah, and it got it got really quick to the to the plot of the. Yeah. But this one here is there's a big plot behind. Yeah, it seems season like there's two. a lot more intricacies going on. <coughs> yeah, it, it, it doesn't end at the end of the season. So you gotta ah. wait for three. Ah, damn. Yeah. yeah but that's good. That. That's how they get you. Yeah, that's, that's how they it. get that's you. That's it. So, uh, speaking of Hulu, how, did you watch that, the Wu-Tang American Saga? Yes, I did. How'd you like that? Okay. Um, as a Wu-Tang fan, yeah. I have an appreciation for it. Say, let's see, that's what I, was, I say a lot of people too. As a Wu-Tang fan, for me to see now... 25, 26 years later after yes. their first album that they actually have a show and it's um, bring the culture even get me hyped sometimes like I'm gonna go make bang out some beats and <laughs> yeah, record some shit yeah. you know but then after that you were saying so I have an appreciation for it there's definitely moments um, cinematically yeah. where I was like ah Same you know um, I, I think that the, the the magic of that that, that show that series is um, the little uh, gems that are hidden throughout yeah. the episodes where coming up in the era where Wu-Tang was the yeah. th- was thing and they were at their height um, you know every, you, you found out everything about it but yeah. there's still other things that underlying that maybe the um, the documentary that yeah. Showtime did didn't cover like yeah. was Method Man really in a lacrosse team spoiler alert I don't know if anybody yeah, <laughs> but yeah. uh, <clears throat> was he really in a lacrosse team um, you know that there was friction between the members. Was it yeah. as serious as what you yeah, know, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah the way they had it there was like <laughs> how could someone ever be like best of friends during conflicts like that. Yeah. Um, if that was my situation in life, no. We, yeah. There yeah. would never be a Rayquan and Ghostface. Exactly. Nothing, yeah. ever. You know, so <laughs> I mean, but also I, I think I do remember reading that they did say that, you know, it's 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 fictional as well. They're putting some stuff in okay. there, but it is fictional as yeah. well too. And the other thing, I mean, I, I, it's dope, like I said, as a fan of Wu-Tang that they actually have that out there. I mean, yeah. it's dope. That's awesome. <clears throat> I'm down with it 100%. Some of the actors that portray certain things... I mean, I didn't feel it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the dude that played the RZA was played him pretty good, but I feel it didn't embody the RZA. Yeah, it didn't capture little. RZA. Like, um, Dave East, I think, did Method Man pretty yes, good for the most I part. Agree. The kid that played Old Dirty Bastard was good. Yes. The dude that kind of played the Jizzle was good. Yeah. The dude that played Raekwon was good as acting, but yeah. like for the visual, it just didn't it, connect to yeah, me. It kind of throws yeah, you yeah. off. But yeah. honestly, my, my fan of of fucking of that that show so far is ghost yeah. ghostface Go- yeah his character i thought was like yeah. for me, it actually kept me watching it okay. believe it or not yeah it, i was yeah, like drove a lot, you know? yeah, drove a lot of the episodes like you know? to see where he was coming from so like i mean if that's how it is he, he was played a major part man yeah was, but he was dope his character was dope that actually kept me like all right 
I fuck with ghosts. Yeah. I fuck with ghosts heavy yeah. now, man. <laughs> if I didn't love them already, like yeah. this is even more, even more yeah, to push me towards dope, being man. a ghost fan. Nah, definitely a dope series. I could see and it's coming series two. Yeah, they, out they, too. they they signed, they signed up yeah. for that, so that's coming. I'll also. be watching it for sure, man. Yeah, no, yeah. I, no doubt, man. Um, Joey Badass as a, yeah, yeah, the that, my bad. I they they could have gone a little more into him. Yeah, I, mean, I think but then there's a whole good, other yeah. series left. Um, yeah, man, and I think they cover like you said, like I said, it's dope where they cover um, they cover these points where you found out yeah. about it as you were you know you were listening yeah. to their music. And then think about the younger kids that have no idea. Yes. So that's dope too. It's actually really perfect marketing, believe it or not, too, because there's going to be just how I like the show. There's going to be people that that you know like there's a lot of younger kids that yeah. are all about the golden era boom bap hip hop. Because yes. I'm not going to say all music now sucks. It mm. doesn't. Yeah. But you know when it comes to the hip hop, I guess you know. Time changes and the music Correct. changes, Correct. so I give it that aspect. But there's younger kids gonna be like, "Oh, let me check this out." Yeah. This is what this oh, and, and I knew for I, I can guarantee that show brought them more a younger audience of fans. D- yeah, you know? for sure, and opened their eyes to the Wu Tang culture, man. <laughs> and then yeah. went back and did the homework. Yeah. If they really wanted to, they go back and, and study. And I know some of those kids got their minds blown when they actually heard some of that shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's probably, oh, yeah. It, I mean, it's it's. It came out at a perfect time for me because that was right around the same time where you're you're of that age where yeah. you're kind of coming into adulthood. Yeah. But you have that 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 uh, that energy and, and you you know the frustrations you know school yeah. and your parents are always getting so that it, the soundtrack fit like you're like oh, oh yeah. this is this is some rough shit that you know I can really like appreciate. literally when I, when that thirty six chambers came out that shit really blew my fucking mind like mm-hmm. I what I was listening to before it just wasn't. <clears throat> And not really the kung fu theme behind. I mean, that was cool too. Yeah. But I mean, just the lyrics, the wordplay was like it was it was ahead of its time. That, yeah. that was like some intricate wordplay rhyme patterns that was, and then mind motherfuckers all together. I was yeah. like, what the f- Voltron yeah. rap group? I was like, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? It's crazy. Don't fuck with them, dude. <laughs> no, no, for real. <laughs> that shit was crazy. Coming in deep, yo, yeah. for real. L, this is Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. I got Lord Apoc in here with me. Um, we're going to get into the next segment. That's where we discuss beers. So yes, um, yes. we're going to do a little sampling. So you know what it is. It's Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. Too much to drink. Shine without flossing that bling bling at the pub with the buds. Picture of Yingling. Bruce Beast and Easter Podcast. Yes, yes, we have reached the bruise portion. This is the portion where I typically have my guest sample four beers. They give me their thoughts. We share old beer memories. Uh, we talk about the beers that they are drinking nowadays. Um, everything beer heavy. Um, this time around, this time around, um, I got a guest. Who's very well versed in beers? He's been doing this for a minute, drinking beers as far as you know that are different from your usual suspects, like your Coronas, your Bud Lights, your Michelobes, and whatnot. So um, yeah, this is gonna be interesting here. I- I'm really looking forward to getting his thoughts on these beers. Um, I did mention earlier to him, <laughs> off off mic, that uh, I know he's an IPA fan, and the first thing I realized I did was not bring a damn IPA. But uh, but that just gives us reason so, to get together yeah, one other yeah, time after sure. that and drink, get into IPAs. Um, so Apoc, this is what we do. Like I said, four beers. We go from left to right and um, we give each one a sample. I'll give the uh, the listeners a little couple notes on each one and then you give me your thoughts okay. on it. All right. Um, so let's start. Let's go with the first one. That's all the way to your left. It's this is a Broski Cider Works. It's a passion fruit cider um, brewed here in Florida. And it clocks in at a 4.5 ABV. Okay. Give that one a taste. Let me know. 
almost tastes like a bubbly, like a champagne taste to it. Okay. Definitely, yeah. I can taste the passion fruit. Okay. Kind of like apricot Yeah, yeah. Um, do I like it? I mean, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. I just feel this probably would be more like for the wife, more like a girl woman drink. Okay. But it's not bad, but it's not my thing. Yeah. But I'll take another sip. There you go. It's not bad. It's okay. not bad. But so. not my thing. Okay. Cool, cool. Um, early beer memories. I know you discussed it a little bit. You, you mentioned it earlier a little bit. Uh, you know, coming up, the, the part of being... Uh, being influenced by hip hop and and just the, you know the culture you grew yeah, up in, yeah, yeah. you find yourself gravitating to you know your OEs and whatnot. You yeah. remember the first time you um had a beer? Oh yeah, actually it wasn't beer; it was my dad's wine. Oh okay. He had some wine. I remember I just grabbed the bottle. I was like fourteen, I think, and me and Gamble we just drank it. And then before you know it, we were drunk. But it was like I, I was like a cracked out drunk or something. Like we're just running around hyper laughing at everything. <laughs> yeah. My dad walked by, we'd be like laughing, ah, cracking up on him. Yeah. Like what's wrong with y'all? But it, it was it was like I don't know. We were drunk, drunk kids. Yeah, you know? drunk kids. And then the next day I felt like shit, so I didn't drink again for a long time. Did they ever catch on to the fact that you that y'all was throwing back that wine? Or oh no no no. He, yeah, because I mean eventually he was like, where's my bottle of wine? You know? Ah, but um, oh man, I was. I remember that was that was literally my first time getting yeah. drunk. Yeah. I remember my dad every now and then when I was a kid. That doesn't happen with kids these days. I don't know. They'd rather, I guess, suck on their mom's teats. Yeah. But you know, my dad be like, "Yo," when I was like a little kid, I can see my dad drinking the beer. I'm like, "Yo, let me get a sip of that." He's like, "Go ahead, have a little sip." Yeah. Like a little taste, you know. <laughs> I remember that. I don't know if you ever dealt with that. Yeah, no, yeah, you know, that's like, that's how it was. Like the pops would share a beer, a little little sip with his son. You yeah. Know? It's a family outing. Everybody's yeah. sitting there. Somebody like, yeah, go ahead, sit from that. You know, but um, with the with the hip hop and, and the and the drinking, man, like you know, a blunt hand, a, a OE court in the other hand, and that went on for years, man. Or Heineken, the tall boy Heineken. Yeah. And, excuse me, and so on. But um, yeah, just li- literally every song I would record, be it brew, a OE most likely, mm. a blunt. And recording, free, mostly freestyling, freestyling, okay. freestyling. Yeah. And for a while, I mean, I was more before I knew the the wide variety of the wonderful world of craft beers. I was mo- mostly just a Heineken dude for a while. Yeah. Maybe a Guinness every now and then, but then when I left, um, what, 2007, I moved to Chicago. Was doing some music out there when I met Atma and John, and we formed the uh, Master Builders. But I remember I got my apartment and I was cleaning it out. And I was like, yo, Atma, yo, bring me, bring me something to drink, bro. Bring me. And he brought me some Sierra Nevada Pale L's. Mm. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And I just drank some of it. And it was real citrusy. Had a strong, had, like, it had a kick to it. Yeah. But I did enjoy it. So by the time I was on my second one, I'm over here cleaning. And I'm like, oh shit, I'm, I'm fucking buzzed. And I realized, <laughs> you know, with a six pack, I was good to go. Yeah. You know, like other beers, like, be watered down almost, and you're drinking Correct. it, and it's like. Correct. But yeah. And the amount you're drinking to get to that point. Oh, is... no, yeah. Pissing and this and that. I'm yeah. not even drunk. Two or three IPAs and I'm good to go. Yeah. And that, I mean, and then since then, I mean, I have had regular beer every now and then, but for the most part, 12 years, 13 years later, man, I'm IPAs all day, man. Mm-hmm. IPAs out of my, which yeah. means India Pell Ale. India Pell Ale, correct. Ah, that's my shit. Dope, dope. Let's see what this next one does to you. This is a Cigar City Brewing's Maduro. It's their English Brown Ale. It clocks in at a 5.5. Whenever you're ready, you can fire that yeah, one I've off. I've definitely heard of this company here. Have, okay. This is They're, Cigar. This is Highline. They make Highline. The, yes, yes. Yeah, Highline is actually one of my... Okay. I, I like Highline. And Maduro, like, this is like 
the, bananas, plantains. It, yeah, it has the that's what that's what I go to. I like my noodles. Like, like that's what the. I mean, I'm, let's let's try. It. Try see, see if this if there's any plantain. Over brings plantain to the. <clears throat> has a uh, more of a thicker. Has okay. like a chocolatey taste to it. Okay. Um. Can almost remind me of a Newcastle, maybe a okay. little bit, yeah, not yeah. a lot, but the similarity there and the aromas. <clears throat> this one's good. Okay. Not too big on the aftertaste. Okay. But um, it's not bad. Okay. I like this better than the passion fruit. Passion fruit cider. Uh, yeah, this okay. is. I like this better. This is for sure. So. This one's good. All right. So Chicago got you into IPAs. Yeah, man. I was like years ahead of the IPA game when I came back to here. Nice. I'm like, yo, let me get a Pacera Nevada, the Pale L. What's that? Yeah. Let me get a Lagunitas. What's that? Yeah. You know? <laughs> or actually, what's big out there was the Arrogant Bastard L. Ah, okay. I would be pounding Stone those down. Bastard, oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. I get excited when I talk about that kind of So this, all this here is great. I'm just like looking at there should be a lot more beer. But... <laughs> It is what it is, yeah, you know? for real, for real. Yeah, if I did, if I didn't decide to do three other segments, we could have just sat here and talked yeah. about beer. It would have been bruised heavy, oh, yeah. for real, for real. Um, the third one we're gonna get into is from the Avery Brewing Avery Brewing Company. This is their White Rascal. It's a Belgian wit beer, clocks in at a five point six percent, and it's brewed out of Colorado. Give that one a shot. Let's Let try. Let me try. Here we go. Yes. This one here, hold on. Has a distinct taste to it. I can't kind of like figure, I mean, maybe a little citrusy. Okay. Um, kind of on the light side for me. All right. You know? So yeah. Colorado probably should stick to the marijuana. <clears throat> nah, I'm okay. just, talk, I'm just talking, <laughs> talking shit. This one, I mean, if I had to drink it, I guess I would, but with all the options out there, yeah. this one's not for me. Okay. The Cigar City, I like that one overall yeah. so far. Okay. I tried the, the last two, three. The last three, okay. Yeah, and this one is a... Uh, <clears throat> it's light. It it's has a, it has like that almost like, uh, it's like almost more closer to beer. Mm, okay, you know? okay. Yeah, and it's a Belgian whipped beer. It's, it's, you know, typically they have whipped beers and then they have Belgians and yeah. this seems like it's a hybrid of the two. So it's, it's a lot. It's, it's two different things happening at once. Um, so I can see where you know most people be taken back by it. I'm a, I'm a big Belgian fan, and I don't mind whipped beers. I tried that one for the first time today, yeah. and, and I, I dug it. it. It was more of my palate. And, but then again, I'm not a big IPA yeah. fan. Um, IPAs for me, the IPA I just like the I, like a kick. Like it, like it has a kick, it has a strong yeah. citrusy taste to it. I don't know. I mean, it's my preference. Yo, yeah, it, it, your palate your palate is more yeah. accustomed to it. It's something that it's pleasurable for your palate. That's what yeah. I meant to say. Yeah, IPAs for me. I, I there's some that I like. They don't stick with you. Which IPAs do you like? Okay, um, the Hopsecutioner, yeah. Terrapins Hopsecutioner. Yeah. Um, Upslope Brewing has one called White Tie IPA. Never tried that. that one's really good. Um, uh, there's what was the other one? Uh, is it the immig? No, not the immigration. Lauder Ale. I think it's Lauder Ale's Immigration. Is a good IPA. Um, there was one I had at Visa Sewer, and I'm trying to remember which one it was. It wasn't La Malayelba, it was another one. That it was. It, oh, it, it's, a, it's actually crazy enough. But one of the things I don't like about ICPAs is the heavy citrus and that, that kick on the yeah. back end. Uh, Visa Sewer has one called um, Toronja IPA. And for me, not liking grapefruit, like that's yeah. actually 
I, I was pleasantly surprised by that one. Like that one, I could order. I'll order that one Speaking when I go there. Speaking of grapefruit IPAs, um, what is it? Sculpin? Have you heard of that? Sculpin. Company? Yeah, the like Sculpin, Ballast Point. The Ballast Point Sculpin, mm-hmm. the, the the grapefruit IPA. That one there is actually for me amazing. But what I've been actually drinking a lot recently yeah. for like the last couple months would be um I believe it's Summer's Ale or All Day IPA by Founders. Okay. That's actually for me. That's actually really it's like a. Maybe a 5.5. Really mellow, but still mm. strong. Like, mm. after a long day of work, a nice cold one. I mean, you drink three of them, it'll be nice. But it doesn't... You can pound one and not... You can still function. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It doesn't put you in a spot where you're, you're like, you're like, all right, I'm good. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm good. But th- th- that's pretty good. That one there for me. Or the other one they make... Actually, that one, there's a double IPA. I think it's like a 7.6, maybe. Is the Centennial. Okay. By found. Now, that one there, like, at a long night of I'm recording music, I start... Eventually transitioning to the stronger ones. Yeah. And before you know it, <laughs> the album's done. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I wake up like it's done. The project's done. Yeah. Along with these beers that I just yeah. had. Hold on, I'll done. trust you. My, my recycling bin sometimes looks like, what the <laughs> fuck is this dude no. doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, what's going on here? Is he bottling his own beers yeah. back there? Like, what is he doing? For sure, man. <laughs> dope, dope. All right, let's get into this fourth and final one. This is from the Big Storm Brewing Company, it's their Oats and Hoes. Oats and hoes. Oats and hoes. I got yeah. oats and hoes. That's it. Oats that's and hoes. Just so, the name alone, I think I'm going to like this one here. That's so what captivates that's good. me. That's good. See, that's good marketing. That's, no, for sure. For sure. Yeah. It touches, you know, the, the, the Will Ferrell fans yeah. with the stepbrothers. So oats and hoes. It caught my attention. I was like, I got to bring that in. Uh, have somebody try it. So, yeah, go ahead. That's their um, English oatmeal stout. This one rock, lock, uh, clocks in. It's the highest one I have on this flight here. It's 6.5%. Also brewed in Florida. Let me know what you think of that one. Go. Yes. This one's actually this is the best one, not because of the name. Yeah, yeah, but it helps. Like, it's at, and, and believe it or not, it's actually it's it's for for what's the alcohol content in it? Six point five. You know, actually, so, I haven't had this. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna so, give this one so a go for too. the content of the alcohol that it has, it doesn't taste as harsh as you would think it'd be. Okay. So for me, it's actually. It goes smooth, and actually I've transitioned. I mean, I'm on and off vegan, vegetarian, okay. so I, I don't drink um, cow's milk, and I was doing almond milk for a while, but I actually recently switched over to oat milk. Okay, okay. So this here, yeah. so far, good to go. It's not bad, but I'm a, I'm a, give me like a Guinness feeling to it. Yeah, but a little but more carbonated though. Yeah. It's a little more carbonated. It's, light, it's a little lighter, I think. Yeah. But yeah. this one's not bad. Okay. Two or three of these, I'd be good. Yeah. Sorry for the dead air. I went in for a second sip at the same time, so... But, yeah. Uh, it's my first time trying this one. This is, this is pretty good. This is pretty good. Um, I like the fact that a lot of times when you go towards the, the oat mm-hmm. uh, beers or the oat stouts... There's always a risk of being too sweet because they try yeah, to replicate yeah, yeah, yeah. like the oatmeal cookie. Yeah, yeah. Or with the chocolate taste. Or the chocolate it. taste, which is, I mean, most of these beers that I, even the ones that I don't go back to, like I appreciate them. I could have one of them, but it's not something, where, like you said, where you could sit there and yeah. have one after the other if they're too sweet. I'm a big fan of ciders. That was early on when I got into craft beers. I, I kept gravitating towards ciders, and uh, but again, it was something where you know one or two beers. Finished the whole sample. Yeah, that's this it. Is actually good. That goes to show. Yeah. You know, I realized I'm like, yeah, I could drink ciders, but I can't drink ciders like yeah. that. You know, two, three of them, and I'm like, I'm good. Uh, you know, over a span of a couple of hours, yeah. but but yeah, definitely, this is um, this is a pretty good beer here. Something I wanted to say, yeah, 
Um, I actually, when I was in Chicago, I recorded a song off the album. I mean, I, I recorded a song on the album on the Federation called The Impeller, which would go back towards me sipping like IPAs. Yeah. You know, so this is like, I mean, I, and I, I represented it hard. You know what I mean? Like for probably like a good two or three years, I would always be. Throw, I mean, I still do it now, but I would always be throwing IPAs in it's my rhymes. Yes. It would be up sipping on some L, sipping on the IPA, yeah, 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 yeah. whatever. But um, and I pushed that hard. Even a lot of people were like, "Yo, what is this shit you're drinking?" A lot of like thousands, not thousands, I, I, a lot of people. Excuse me. But a lot of people would be like, "Yo, what's the stuff you're trying?" And they're like, "Sarah Nevada." Oh fuck, I love this shit. This is great. Yeah. And like probably like a year or two ago, I was like, you know what? Because you know I'm. I like to invest my money and try to like come up with businesses. I actually for one point thought about coming out with like my own IPA. Okay. Like wondering like if I could just go to a manufacturer, like I want an IPA and just put my label on it. And I was online, I don't know how I got there, but somewhere in Europe where actually my fan base is pretty good, there is an IPA called Apocalypse IPA. What? And the thing about it is like it's spelled Apocalypse how I spell Apocalypse. The way I spell Apocalypse is like different to like the regular apocalypse yeah, so the, when when i seen that i was like spelling. i was like oh shit did someone like catch on no. to my shit <laughs> but i so you can look it up google apocalypse a-p-a-k-a-l-y-p-s-e ipa exactly how i spell it with yeah. all my nicks in, in there and i was like what the fuck is this great you know? so i was like this is crazy so i mean i wonder did they hear my music or see these videos we <laughs> talking about ipa like fuck yeah. it, we're gonna make an apocalypse hey, you never know man it, you know? It, 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 i'm hoping that's what would happen yeah or just a big coincidence which is all good too yeah no you know? for sure but that was fucking dope but i i did for a while and i think about it every now and then like I really did was I I swear I I've been thinking about like trying to come out with my own brew. Okay. You know. Yeah. yeah. And I I wonder how how does that work? Do you have to do I have to have a whole brewery, or I can actually go to these companies and be like, yo, make my shit. Yeah. And they make it for me. I just slap my labels on it. I'm assuming that's probably how it would work. You, yeah, you could do that as well. I mean, because there's a lot of well, I don't want to say a lot. Like Run the Jewels. Yeah. They've worked in conjunction with several breweries yeah. um, down here. Jay Wakefield did a beer uh, a beer for them. Years ago, um, and uh, they've done they've done work with several people. They've got their was it Panther like a Panther is one of the yeah. beers that they put out. Um, and, and I have yet to taste one. Like I've always been late yeah. on the fact that uh, that they would put out these beers. And by the time I got I got wind of it, I try to put up and get one. I'm like, yeah, we're all gone. You know, yeah. it's like run the jewels. But that, that's one thing about like manhood, man. It, manhood, masculinity, beer. And not even just feminism too and all that, yeah. but it's sip, sipping a nice cold beer, nice IPA after work, that's just like a man thing. Or just everyone thing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it goes hand in hand, especially as, as an artist or a person that's just a... People might be like, oh, he does music or he's APOC, has some fans or this and that, whatever. He might... Whatever. I'm just a normal fucking person like everyone else too. Yeah. People, a lot of people tend to not think that but I'm just normal as everyone else exactly you know like also like I looked out for some people before like a, a big fan of mine was homeless wow. had the ESF tattoo on him he was like taking pictures and he lived in Texas he was like yo I'm I have no food to eat but people are throwing some good shit in the garbage mm. but at least I got some APOC and ESF to bump wow. got to a point I was like you know what dude I had this one I had the warehouse in Wynwood I was like you know what I need someone that, I, that can come and I'll flew him in took care of him and everything Damn. but I but I guess because that level he just like I mean it's it's weird for me to say this but like people yeah. like idolize me not I mean I'm grateful for it yeah. but like when someone that doesn't know you and just thinks you're the person you are that you're in your music mm. things went sour really quick yeah at yeah. the end of the day went sour really quick and I learned something just gotta let people be and let things be the way they are not 
I mean, help people out in situations. Correct. But, like, just be aware of certain things. Yeah. Like, I learned a lesson, like, see, people look at me that, that know me through my music or the fans of my music, and they might think I'm one way, mm. but when I'm just a normal person yeah. as well. Yeah, so yeah. it's like, you know, you meet Superman in real life, but he's a fucking normal human being that's yeah. just an actor. Yeah, yeah. You know? Exactly. And for me, the music, is it's not making movies. It's beyond acting because it is my mind, body... It's my all energy into going into it. it. Yeah. But um, just something... I don't even know how I got to that subject. But yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know how I even got there. But, <laughs> we but talk, yeah. We were talking about... We, we were touching on the point of uh, having the opportunity to bottle your own beer. Yeah. And, um, and, or brewing your own beer. And and you know what? I lost the chair of thought yeah. too. I'm gonna blame it on the Olsen hose, man. Yeah, I'm about to have another sip, man. <laughs> Dude, you got the whole can ready. Fuck it's yeah, right. here we so go. So with that, I, okay. So I'm gonna automatically say Olsen hose is your number one. Olsen hose. Olsen hose is the first one. Big Storm Brewing Company. The number two, would you say, is the Maduro? Yes. The brown the ale. Okay. Yeah. The third one would be the passion fruit. Yes. And then fourth would the, be the Belgian wit. The Belgian wit beer. Yes. Bro, APOC, you did it, man. You made it through. You're still sampling. There's plenty oh, yeah. of beer that left. Um, this is Bruce Beats and Needs. APOC sat through the four beers. He tasted them. He gave you his opinion on them. Let's get into the next segment where we discuss beats, music, and all that good stuff. Yes, sir. at it apoc got through the beers gave us his thoughts on the beers we got to know apoc in the first segment and now we're gonna get into music uh we're gonna talk music what uh apoc is listening to nowadays and we we're gonna go back and talk about more of his adventures in music um real quick apoc before we get into your your history with music um what's on your playlist nowadays uh, honestly my playlist more is just a lot of Probably like Jay Dilla Radio, Mad Lib Radio, and just whatever other producers are on there, other rappers are on there. Okay. That's what I bump. But honestly, these days, I find myself just bumping a lot of beats. Okay. Even when it comes to my music, I, like, I do the engineering, I do everything, it gets to a point like I've heard it so many times, I don't want to hear it no more. Yeah. But it's the beats. The beats. I always okay. listen to the beats. Listen to new scheme drum patterns, and I try to get new ideas, and yeah. like, you know? I learn from other artists as well. Yeah. But yeah. I find myself always listening to beats to beats to beats you know Jay Dilla Radio on Pandora um Ross G Spotify R.I.P. to Ross G that's right you know a lot of dope a lot of dope producers there's so much dope music out there man that I can't even come up with all the names but if it's dope I'm listening to it you give it a shot especially with instrumentals dope you mentioned uh you mentioned Jay Dilla Radio. You mentioned Beats. Uh, actually, the, where I met you was at uh, the Dilla Day at Technique Records. Yeah. And you, uh, you as well as Draz, and still someone else there. I know I caught you and Draz, and you got a look, had a beat showcase going yeah. on, and, and that was pretty dope, that was man. Fun, man. That was pretty dope. Dope. I right, give you props. That on was that. actually my first beat set, man. That I actually did with the 404. So okay. I, I thought, I thought to myself, do I bring like an MPC? But then the loading and the programming takes too long for the time frame that they gave us. Okay. So with the 404, I just load all. Like, you know, when you hear a beat session, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to go there, but the samples and like finger banging mm-hmm. and like put a whole beat production process. But I was like, with the time that I have, the 404 works better. Yeah. Just put my beats, load it up, and just go on and just like it's like a little. You heard like a little 15 minute. Beat, set, beat yeah. set, beat tape, like it oh. sound like real yeah, quick. Yeah. That was really fun, man. That was, yeah. that, and I killed that shit too. That shit was dope. <laughs> you shit. felt good about the, the that what, was what dope. came from it. That yeah, was dope. That was tight, tight. 
All right, so now let's bounce back <clears throat> with with so many project projects in the stash. Um, you um, you you toured. You went overseas and toured. You've uh, you've been in here in South Florida. You welcomed many uh, MCs. You mentioned um, did some work with Killer Priest. Yeah, song with Killer Priest, Rose, Rose Around the Dome. And um, I actually met him when I met Jizza on the ba- a Baby Grand tour in Chicago, mm-hmm. and we connected then. And then eventually, when he came to Miami, I ended up being his hype man for a few shows out here okay. in Florida. Dope. And one show, I think it was I.O. Lounge that I did. Okay. Dude, I was so fucking drunk. I remember doing <laughs> that, and I remember they left me and Killer Priest and Amo, and they left us at the bar alone. I went behind the bar and, like, grabbed a bottle of over rum. What is it? The over Overproof? Yeah, the 151? 151. 151. I grabbed 151. <laughs> And I, I put that shit in my pocket and like stuck it in my pants and walked out to kill the priest. I'm like, yo, look what I got, nigga. I pulled, pulled the bottle out and the promoter was right there. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, that nigga was like, yo, you remind me of old Dirty Bash. And I was like, oh, shit. So I apologized and I gently put it back and that was that. But that was... I was wild, man. Oh, wild on that damn. one. But all, but believe it or not, fucking great memory. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That was dope. Yeah, I O Lounge, <laughs> man. That brings back memories. I think um, who did I see out there? I O Lounge. I think I see Thurston Howell at I O Lounge. I seen Sean Price out there. Rest in peace, Sean Price. Okay. Yeah. Damn, yeah. yeah. See, I miss Sean Price. I saw Sean Price up in Fort Lauderdale Revolution years ago. Um, I, uh, oh, uh, Master Ace. I Master seen Killer. Lounge. I seen him at Iowa Lounge, too. Oh, really? Okay. That's some good shit going out there for a yeah, while, man. Yeah, yeah. Is that still around? I don't even think that's around it's, anymore. It's around now, but I forget, I think it's called 13-something, 1301. I'm not okay. sure, but it's a... It's, a, it's, it's not the, the same. The, the club, the, the physical structure's there, but they there. change it around. Yeah. Yeah, that shit brings back memory. Yeah. Oh, shit. First time I saw Little Brother. Was at the I.O. Lounge. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Little Brother Man with the fucking Ninth Wonder behind yeah, him. Fucking yeah. Fucking amazing. Oh, good music. That's yeah, good music. For real. For real. A lot of people say that that's what kind of like restored their faith in hip hop around that time. Cause yeah, yeah, definitely. For sure. It, for especially sure. for people coming up from the same era that we yeah. came up in. You know, that was kind of like a breath of fresh air, you know, from the, all the, the mainstream stuff that in, was playing in at the, the time. In the... In the but around 2005, that's when I got into like a lot of um, the Adult Swim shit, and I started hearing like the Jay Dilla, yeah. and then I got heard MF Doom for the first mm. time. Didn't know it was Doom from KMD. Yeah, Zeb Love X. So when when I when I heard MF Doom, I'm like, this nigga's amazing. <laughs> and he and he had like fucking already like 15 albums out already by the time I heard yeah. that. I went and bought all them shits. Yeah. So that actually gave me the idea too of why I've released so much projects because if let's say I have one, you're like, who's this motherfucker here? And then I have all this other shit. If you're a true fan, a true believer, you're going to grab all that shit or at least download it illegally or whatever and listen yeah, yeah. to it. You know, so that was one of my things there because that blew my mind. He was around for a while. Yeah. And I was just stuck in my fucking bubble. And I was like, Who, this dude's amazing. So yeah. I started grabbed all his shit and I started recording. I was like, you know what? Let me just go at it. There's going to be no set date. I released an album. You might get a notification tomorrow. A-Pop just released a new album. Yeah. And that's how I go. Like, you know, sometimes I'll promote it and put put um more marketing behind it. But, you know, it pays for itself. Regardless. Once it's already released, it is what it is. And when you have people that dig the mu- your music the way they dig your music, um, it, the people themselves are the marketers. Yeah. Like, like that one person that is hip enough to know to follow you on a music streaming service and they get that message, that notification comes through. Yo, trust, they're going to turn around and they're yeah. going to be like, they're no, going to yeah, reach out yeah. to the next three or yeah. four people, let them know that it's out there. That's, That's one good thing about the internet, man. Because, like, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's good and bad. Mm-hmm. You know, because 
being an in independent artist, it's a perfect way to promote your shit. And you could do it with no budget at all. Just yeah. have an internet, computer, decent music to come out with. And when I say decent, proper sound quality of Correct. recording. Okay. You know, people like all type of shit. So it doesn't matter. Just if you have your, your medium your, or your sufficiency to actually create projects and get it out, somebody will listen, whether mm -hmm. it's good or bad. Who yeah. am I to knock it? Because I might not like it, yeah. but I do respect the fact that any artist that puts in the time and the hard work to actually create projects. Yeah. It's, it takes a lot, man. Yeah, and finds the confidence to do it. Yeah. Yes. Now there's now I, I would say that there's a thin line because I know there's some people that are overly confident. Yeah. That, that they need a little more work on their craft. Yes. Yes. Of course. And I think if if you go into it with too much confidence, it kind of hinders your growth because you might find yourself in a spot where you're like I don't need to do anymore. Yeah. But you, there is always an evolution, which brings me back to yes, the point I was, was gonna make earlier. Um, you said you said MF Doom, and then you mentioned Sean Price, which are two people that evolved. Yes, like you said, from Zevlog got better X, with time. Yeah, dude, with yeah, time. Yeah. That's that. There, there is no age limit on hip hop. And the mm. funny thing for me is, people be like, "Oh, once you reach a certain age, you shouldn't be rapping no more." But I, it's almost like a stereotyping because you got all these rock and roll legends in their fucking eighties yeah. that sell out millions of shows and yep. have fans till yep. this day. People you know, pour and, in to see them. Yeah, and, you know, and the same with hip hop. It doesn't matter what age you are. You could be nineteen. Rapping, 15 mm -hmm. rapping, you know, but if that's what you're good at doing and that's what you love doing, keep doing it. Don't yeah. stop. Do it forever. Look at KRS One. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, it, it doesn't, if you're true to the art, true to yourself, you're going to do it forever. I'm, yeah. I'll be doing this forever. Yeah. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. And that'll separate, that'll separate yeah. those who are just in it for either a paycheck or, 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 or using it as a stepping stone, which I see, a, I see yeah. a lot nowadays with the young cats where they're not even really, really interested in the, in the, cult, in the culture not or the art of rap. Let's say, I don't even What's the culture. shit? Influencers or some Influ shit? Now? Yeah. That, that blows my mind, dude. It's, it's bugged. The internet, like I said, it's, uh, you love, I love it and hate it. It gives people mediums with, with no fucking, people with no talent gives them a fan base. Mm -hmm. It's just crazy. There's some people that are not talented at all with millions of followers yeah. And people with real talent that you'll never probably hear. Yeah. Hear about yeah. ever. Yeah. It's sad, but it that's is. the way it is. But that's the way it is. Yeah. And that's, you know, anytime it's it's the good and the bad, the gift and the curse, man. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I remember, man, taking my shit to the radio stations, getting props in the street, foot soldier, footwork. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. You that's, know, yeah, that's gone. That's yeah, not that's, that doesn't yeah. exist no But more. I mean, I was there to do it, so that was a good experience. Yeah. So with the internet, man, if. It's, it's, it's a technique behind it, man. If, if you got the. The time and the patience to figure out a way to, you know, that that gimmick or whatever the fuck some people use, go go for it, man. Yeah. Do what you got to do. So, so. You know? let's get into one of your songs, uh, one of the ones that I've gravitated to. We're gonna let the fans hear it, uh, and then we'll come back and talk about it on the other side. You down? Yes, sir. Bruce B. Sinise. Let's get into this Lord Apoc track, and we'll get back and we'll hear from the man himself, the creative process it took to get into it, the writing and all that other stuff. So stick around. We'll be back. Reverse and stealth 
Mind lag at times, a first of mental health Ultimate test, regress, all past lives The God is alive and well, ESF shall prevail Lordy Park, verbal anime, Lord Gamma intro Blood God's here day, the market is saturated With so much garbage for sale, this can't be real But it is, open your third eye kids Fifth dimension, serious biz, lessons to learn Gotta fight to live, luxurious beat bang Ultra Magnus, dispose of whackness Like Angus in the flames one single thought to evolve and rise above the flames Life changes, people go through so many phases Metamorphic metaphors, I do this for the poor That cannot afford a pillow sleeping on the floor To you my friend, I'll give more Scores never settle, restless walking through purgatory Once again this is the beginning to my never ending storm Night begins to shine when you're dancing through the night The inner light shines bright With the inner flame that's eternal soul fire Eternal soul fire Eternal soul fire Night begins to shine when you're dancing through the night the inner light shines bright With the inner flame that's eternal soul fire Eternal soul fire Eternal soul fire Low five fist emotion Switch up to mantis fist Before contact crack armor Deliver the karma deserved Destroy the ego of your evil herbs Master commander extraordinary nerd With godlike wordplay A thousand years in the blink of an eye Best believe what I say Forever will be doing this Repping ESF even when my hair turns gray I'm a dude of today, tomorrow, yesterday But focus on the now Stare at my face, get obliterated Pure raw power, oneness, it's okay I normally intimidate everyone unintentionally Energy radiates constantly Elevation, gradual evolution To wonder if control weather flooded Houston The darkness resides in between some minds of men For I am Lord, here to expose these cold-blooded reptilians Here to expose these cold-blooded reptilians Night begins to shine when you're dancing through the night the inner light shines bright With the inner flame that's eternal soul fire Eternal soul fire Eternal soul fire Night begins to shine when you dance through the night The inner light shines bright With the inner flame that's eternal soul fire Eternal soul fire Eternal soul fire Yo, yo, the name of that track was, um, Night Begins to Shine When You Dance Through the Night. I think that's the name of it, which, I'm, it. which I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah. And that's off the Vice City, Vice City Villain album. And, um, that beat there was, um, pretty much made by me and Gamma. More Gamma, but I had to do all the rearranging and the structuring behind it. And, um, yeah, man, um, the beat speaks for itself. It gives me kind of like that anime feel. And, um, I think that's the title... The title of the song is actually the title of the beat, so I just stuck to that. Okay. To that there. But when I wrote it, man, um, definitely a few IPAs were down. And um, once I start writing, man, it's like I have to start pulling words together, pulling thought process, schemes, and yeah. before you know it, the, the song was done. And it's actually a really good song. I actually did a video to that, which I will give you the link for that video. Dope. Yeah, we'll throw it, up, it in the share. show notes yeah. for sure. But yeah, man, that, that song there, um, it just... It just came out perfect, man. It's like you know, some like sometimes when I'm making beats, freaking um, the drum pattern just automatically goes with that sample, and I don't even got to do that much work. It just nice. work came together. So that song, it just came perfect. 
not too much time, not too much. Well, there was effort, yeah. but it was it was easy easy going. Yeah, it wasn't a rigorous task. It was no, words. it wasn't. It just came. It just A B C D and together. just connected, and it was done. Dope. And yeah. Did, did Lord Gamma turn around and be like, yo, you gotta hear this one? Like, how does that go between y'all when he when he puts something together, he cooks something up? How does he approach you about yo? Honestly, there really is no approach. I'm just like, yo, bro, send me a shitload of beats. Okay. okay. And he'll send me the fucking beats and I'll go through <laughs> the ones I like. And like that ratio there too, man. Like, like I said, I might like something that you might not like. Mm. So he's he sent me like 20 beats. Out of 20 beats, I might like two or three of them. Okay. You know, so that's yeah. the ratio we go yeah. with. We have he, dude, he probably has I have hundreds of beats. He has thousands. Yeah. You know, and he's he 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 make he produces beats how I write rhymes. So okay, you know, steady. Yeah, yeah. so it's nonstop, man. So yeah, video for the track Vice City Villain. Yeah, the video that video came out dope too. Actually, I did the video on green screen. Okay. I mean, a lot of my videos I edit, film, and direct everything myself. But that video there was on the green screen, and um, the backdrop that I used was like an anime backdrop. Okay. And then I didn't like how I looked as normal, so I actually um, pixelated myself more of a black and white, like a sketch. Okay. So it's kind of like a whole anime thing going on. Oh, dope. And I added, like, rain in the background. Like, nice. it's pretty, it's a moon with the cloud moving and okay. a bunch of cool shit, man. Nice. And I don't even know how I got to a point of how I could edit videos. Well, you or, became... I'm like, well, well I'm a fucking well, you realize video you editor do that. now. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck now? I'm like, oh, shit. Again, we're going back to technology. Yeah. yeah. Technology's Technology. there. Yeah. But it, it's 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 troubleshooting and it's um. I'm a firm believer, man. Of when you want to get something done, nobody's gonna do it for you better than yourself. Yeah, you yep. know. So yeah. that's why I got into like my own studio, my own beats, my own engineering. Yeah. So like you know, the only person I can argue with about getting my shit done is myself. Or hold yourself accountable. Yeah, it's like that's it's it. only you. It's, it's only you. me. Yeah. But I guess that's why I have a lot of shit as well, man. Yeah. Because I feel like honestly. Like, I mean, yeah, we have our normal jobs, our normal day lives, but, like, at least if you have the music with a message behind, I mean, I'm not going to say all my shit's positive, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? But there's always some type of message I try to, yeah. or insight I try to put in there. And I think that that will live on for a long fucking time. Yeah. When I'm here and when I'm not here, it'll still be there. So that's True. something left behind. My kids will be proud of that. Not everything I want them to hear, but <laughs> yeah. at least some shit will be like, damn, my fucking dad was A-pop. and they yeah. killed shit. <laughs> Fuck. Okay, you know? Yeah. And maybe they'll fucking... Take the ESF torch, and I got two twin boys, and, nice. and Gamma has his little son. Okay. Maybe that'll be the new ESF yeah, man. Inspiration. Hey, yeah. Never know. Like the second generation Wu. You know, not, so. not bad at all. Yeah, that, that was, was pretty, pretty dope. dope. Pretty dope pretty project. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to more. I don't know if they're as putting matter out of fact. Speaking of the devil on that project, um, Gamma sent beats to Divine. Okay. Riz's brother for yeah. that project, and he actually reached out to Gamma. I didn't ask too much questions, but Gamma was like, "Yo, Divine hit me up." To send some beats for that project, so hopefully when Yo. that project's done, we yeah. hear some gamma tracks on there. Nice, you know. And nice. that this is a, a official information. Don't Yo. know if they'll choose the beats, but they yeah. hit gamma but at up. Least it, you know, it, it made it, way, he, it made its he, way. And he was stoked. He was completely stoked about it for like Excellent, he wouldn't shut the fuck up for like two weeks. <laughs> you know, so we'll see what happens. Yeah, man. Yo, for real, man. Hope, hope that works out, man. Looking forward to it. So you got another project coming through. Um, when it drops, it drops. Yeah. When it's ready, it's ready. Uh, I'm I'm actually releasing. Um, I released the Wonder Years. I think on New Year's or something. I think it was on New Year's. I released that. Okay. And then I have a album coming out with Spawn from Beat Fanatic, Spontola. That's pretty much done. Just gotta do a little bit more mixing and then let him hear it and make sure he likes how it sounds. But I have this other EP I've been working on. It's called Alien Brain. 
Which by the time you guys hear this podcast, it's gonna be out already. Dope. But um, it's just gonna be an EP that I give away for free. Every few years, I just make a a, a project and yeah. give it away for free. Nice. But this but this project here, everything's always different, different mindset, different emotion. Um, heavy influence on marijuana on this one here. Mm. But it's more more laid back than the normal APOC you would hear. Okay. More more smooth tones, more smooth rhyming. And very um, high caliber lyrics okay. and, and wordplay. All right. Like I start switching like from, might, from an alien brain. Like yeah, it, pretty it, much. So yeah. there, there's gonna be it's only gonna be it's only gonna be seven tracks. I got okay. one more track I might record tonight and then sometime tomorrow. I'll fuck with the artwork, but um, but then probably the next 72 hours it'll be released. But that yes. album there, um, definitely um, it's dope. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. That's how it normally goes. If if I like it, like I'm very critical of myself. Like when it comes to beats, if I, if I make are. if I make a beat and I don't like it, I don't save it, hoping that someone else might like it. Mm. I fucking delete it and yeah. it doesn't exist no more. Yeah. Same with rhymes. I'll sit there for an hour and a half, write a whole song, and if I mean if I don't like it, I'll throw it away. But yeah. with the with with the wordplay and writing the rhymes, those normally stay. It's more the beats that I get rid of. Okay. But if I don't feel comfortable with it, it it won't make the cut ever. Wow. Okay. For Alien sure. Brain. By the time yeah. you hear this, it's out. Make sure you go check it out. The EP Seven Tracks. Yeah, it'll be on, it'll be on my Bandcamp. Okay. You'll be able to hear it on Apple Music as well as Spotify, on my SoundCloud. It'll be a free download, so you'll be okay. able to find a link or at www.iamesf.com. Okay. For sure. Eternal Soul Fire. Eternal Soul Fire. Earth Special Forces, believe that or not, that's what it stood for at first, and really? I got that from Dragon Ball Z, like in, <laughs> like in ni- 1999. I wow. remember I was fucking stoned as hell watching this shit, <laughs> yeah. and it was like another adventure for Earth Special Forces. I yoke Gamma, that's, that's what we're it. calling ourselves, thinking ESF, and then ESF went from Earth Special Forces, extremely sophisticated functions, and then Eternal Soul Fire. I think who came up with the name for Eternal Soul Fire? Believe it or not, is my boy Crave, Danny Phila, that the graffiti artist out okay. here. That's a mad shit, you know. Very pioneer in Miami graffiti. Dope. Very probably one of the best artists out here, actually. Believe it or not, wow. when it comes to a homegrown Floridian, okay, that does graffiti, man. Yeah, writer. Yeah. Really fucking dope, dope artist and. I remember he said that one day, Earth Special Force or Eternal Soul Fire. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. And, and that's what, I mean, it, it means all three of those things. Yeah. But that's what it normally is these days Eternal Soul Fire. ESF, dope. The but ESF yeah, man. Brand. APOC, oh, yeah. man. We talk music. There's only one thing left to do, and that's get into the Eats portion, which is coming up next. Bruce Beats and Easter Podcast. I got Lord APOC in here with me. Yes, Let's sir. get in. And we have reached the pinnacle, the mountaintop of the podcast. This is the Eats portion. This is where we get to know my guests, uh, not musical taste, taste when it comes to food. We already discussed music. So whether it's uh, their go-to dish, something they find themselves eating frequently, um, something they look forward to every once in a while. You know, sometimes my guests are, um, they kind of have a strict regimen. And uh, and they wander off the path every once in a while. Like, what is that yeah. meal? That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I know APOC touched on it that where you kind of gravitate between the lines of 
carnivorous yeah. or omnivorous. I'm, let's go yeah, yeah. omnivorous because you do both. Uh, you're getting into vegan, sometimes vegetarian. So, yeah. what's um, what's a staple dish for you? For me, it's it's Mexican food, man. Okay. The reason why because it still tastes good as fucking hell with, yeah. without meat in it. Yeah, it's true. You know? That's a good point. So I tear that shit up. Obsessed with nachos. I'm like I, I'm one of my. My podcast, I've told everyone that like I have a problem with cheese. I can't stop eating cheese. I can let everything else go. <laughs> that's what, the that's what keeps you from being vegan, huh? Yeah, pretty that's... much fucking cheese. Goddamn, you have no idea. <laughs> like nachos. I'm eating nachos. I grab a handful of cheese, some chips, throw it in the microwave, and I got nachos, bro. <laughs> I'm good to go. Dude. But man, every everything, man. Like even go to fucking, and it's not like the best. Mexican restaurant, but I go to Chipotle, man. They hook that shit up, dude. Yeah. Everything, but without the meat. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. That's. I mean, any Mexican dish that you like, I eat it without meat for the month. And don't get me wrong. Every now and then, I'm like, fuck it. Let me get some steak in that shit. Yeah, no, Carne asada and some shit. Yeah, if it's calling it you, it's calling you. You know. Yeah. But for the most part, that that's. Mexican food, man. At one point, I was into a lot of like the sushi shit, man. Okay. You know. Okay. But um, I don't know. Just my mind and evolution of being health conscious and stuff. It's yeah. like I'm just intaking animal flesh too much, and it's like mm. we're absorbing that energy. I mean, at least on my perception. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was like, you know what? And this, and I outgrew it. Yeah. But Mexican food, man. I, it's a matter of the taco, it's a burrito, if it's nachos. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. You can eat it. It tastes just as good with with, with a, minus the meat. Dope. Fucking awesome. Do you fuck with any of the the meat substitutes? Yeah, I do. Okay. I I, I have before. You like you know when Burger King came out with the Impossible Whopper. Okay. I was like, oh shit, let me go eat this here. But then I started. I mean, I'm always I research a lot of shit. So when I started doing the research into it, I'm like, all right, we're eating a fake meat. And it's, the whole thing is not really wanting to eat meat, so why would I even want to eat a Correct. fake substitute of what I'm Correct. trying not to eat? Yeah. For that, go eat the fucking real thing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I'm not a, a scientist, nowhere near on that level there, but let's say for the Impossible Burger, some of the ingredients in there, I can't even fucking spell it. Mm. And it's more than 10 yeah. ingredients. Some of those ingredients are actually bad for your health. Mm. You know, and even at Fuddruckers, I had I had the Impossible Burger. Really? There. At, yeah. at, at Fuddruckers, you know, that's dope hamburger but do they make this the the the, the substitute meat even gives it the bleed effect yeah i'm yeah, like i'm like yeah. you know what dude i'm like I, I probably i'm better off just eating a real burger if i'm gonna eat some if fake meat go that, that fucking's gonna be bleeding i'm like yeah. you know what fuck it i think uh, you know? i think i discussed this with uh with art Moreira. we touched on it on his episode um where it's i think the idea of it is getting people to turn away to from turn so much away, meat. Like, so like so a, that's the, the main purpose. That's the purpose it serves. Um, and the reason we brought that up because I know a lot of vegans kind of like started going at Burger King about yeah. them selling it. And it's like, yo. You know, I mean, see that kind of shit there. All, see, vegans, some like, I believe in, in a healthier life choice and us being living in the year 2020, there's a bunch of things that we can eat besides human flesh. Correct. I mean, I'm not going to get to my animal flesh. Animal, animal flesh. flesh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said human flesh? Yeah, you said human. No. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> it's going to turn into cannibalistic but podcast. A- a- animal flesh, you know, like we're, we're consuming dead byproducts and there's really mm-hmm. no energy into it. Like you're eating something that's dead already. Yeah. So eating vegetables and fruits, these are like, they're, they're, they're alive still. Yeah. You absorb that energy. And, and then it. the older I get, it's like, it, it kind of makes sense. Like yeah. I don't have fucking fangs. You know what I mean? I'm, you know? Mm. And humans, we're kind of more made to go on the plant 
plant, but you know, I'm not I'm not that person to preach to you and tell you eat whatever you fucking want. Yes. Because there's people that are vegan that are gonna go to the Burger King thing. They were flipping out because it's being cooked on the same yeah. it's on the yeah, same yeah, yeah. grill that the yeah. burgers. See that there? It, yeah. it is what it is. But alternative meats, are, I guess they're good. For someone that's trying to not eat so much meat, but for someone that doesn't eat meat, to start just putting that on a constant basis cannot be good for you. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're better off eating real fucking meat if yeah. you're, you're going to eat that shit every day. Yeah. That's my yeah. opinion. Dumb. You know? Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck made me say human flesh. <laughs> yeah. But my bad. <laughs> that was not the intention at you know? all. Well, fuck, all. man. But, um,. Food is great, man. Yeah. Beer, beer, music, that's, it's actually, ble- it's life. Yes. Music, food, beer. Yep. Life. Yeah. That, that's what it is. It's, it's fucking equals, life, bro. Yes. My podcast is life. APOC said so. It is life, man. <laughs> you, you gonna argue with him? No. Nah. What is best in life? <laughs> what is best in life? Yeah, from early on, that's what I said. It's like, yeah. typically, everybody has an opinion on, yeah. on all three. You know, even if you don't drink beer, you definitely listen to music at some point in your life. Or continue to do so, and you eat food. You know what I'm saying? It's for someone that's never had a sip of beer. Gotta watch out for people like that. The people that are too fucking normal be the ones you gotta watch out for. I'm, I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to tell you. If you don't listen to fucking music, there's people that don't listen to music. Yeah, that's scary. You know, that is scary because everything music is everywhere. Yeah. So they might not even realize it that they're listening. I mean, the sounds sounds are music. It's just it's just a, the vibration. The, the yes. vibration of life is is. is a, it's, it's a, a rhythm, it's a rhythm that puts everything together, believe yeah. it or not. Vibrations. Yeah. Believe it or not. You know they say that all the molecules in our body is put together by a vibration. Vibration, yeah. And that's, you know, it's deep. It's deep, man. That, yeah, I mean, depending on whether something's hot or cold, it all depends on the vibration and how the, the, how the molecules are moving within that object. Yeah. If it's hot, they're they're bouncing around. If it's cold, they're standing still. They're sitting still. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it's it's everywhere, bro. It's so... Uh, it's, same it's with thought. Strange. Same with thought, man. Like, mm-hmm. grow, have something be like a, they did. I think they did the study with plants. You can play music to, with the plants, okay, and watch how the plants grow that listen to music compared yeah. to the ones that don't listen to music. Yeah. Or the, like, I'm not gonna say listens to it, but the vibration. Or the, they play music with a plant. That one grows more fruitful. The other one just kind of yeah, stagnant. Your average, yeah, you know, your average pace. And also, what is it? Cymatics. Or like also with the vibrations of things, like I don't know if you've seen that online. It was a no, thing. The vibration of certain sounds would put the formations of like um, I think sand particles or particles, oh, and they would form into like is. geography. Like that's certain vibrations will form perfect geometry. Wow. Ge- geometric Ge- designs. Yeah, yeah. Dope. Dope. That's what that yeah. is. I, okay, I had no idea that. That's it's called that cymatics. Okay, that's fresh. Yeah, man. Uh, besides Mexican food. Um, and well, you, I know you whip up the nachos. You oh, said don't you get me wrong. I, I, I ate everything, bro. Yeah. But my my go-to is Mexican always. Okay. If I have a choice to go get something, yeah. it's probably always Mexican. It's Mexican. For the most part, yeah. And you find most... I mean, you travel the country, there's yeah. Mexican, yeah, Mexican food yeah. everywhere. You know, yeah. Or some version of it, like you yeah. said. Uh, yeah. Um, authentic Mexican, South Florida, where would you go? Where would I go? Yeah. I know you mentioned Chipotle, but I'm but that, no, no, that's that's not authentic. Yeah. That's a commercial chain. Correct. Honestly, if I'm gonna be, I would say I remember there used to be a spot like down in Cutler Ridge, like pretty much borderline Homestead. Okay. You know, and I walked. I forgot the name of it. I know it was off Caribbean Boulevard or something like 200 Street. Okay. And everyone in there was Mexican, dude. So you know you're getting a good fucking meal. Yeah. But. That, I don't know the name of it. I can't remember it, okay. but it was there. Well, shout out to y'all anyway, but... Yeah, <laughs> shout out to y'all, man. Amazing. You know? 
But um, I'm trying to think of other ones, man. Actually, being in Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. You know? But um, I, can't, I don't know the names. No, and then you but, spent um, time in California yeah. too. Oh no, yeah. I, honestly, I I grew up. I was probably the only Puerto Rican around a million Mexicans. Wow. You know I mean, yeah. so. It's all love. And I imagine you notice the difference between Mexican food on the West Coast no, of yeah, the United yeah, yeah, States yeah, as yeah, opposed yeah. to here. You ever fuck with cactus? I know that they yes, eat cactus. Yes, I have had cactus. How's that? It's actually pretty good. Is it? They, like you fry it. Really? It's pretty good. Really? It's actually really good. Okay. I haven't had that for a long time. Yeah. But it's actually really good. You enjoyed it when yeah. you did yeah, have yeah. it. Oh, yeah. Dope, dope. Do you um, you get down with sweets at all? You, you know, desserts? Uh, man, I, I have a fucked up sweet tooth, man. Oh, okay, let's get into that. Chocolate, bro. Yeah. Chocolate, man. Like dark chocolates with almonds in them and shit. Uh, or you yeah. just catch me like at Whole Foods. I stick my hand in the fucking thing with the <laughs> with the al- almond chocolate, like dark chocolate almond, whatever. Oh my yeah, god, like, just tear them shits up. Um, cheesecake as well. Goddamn. Mm. Yeah. Cherry pie, one of my favorite things. Really? Yeah. Well, my girl knows that shit. I'd be tearing <laughs> She gets jealous that I'm tearing up the cherry pie. Yeah. <laughs> Inside joke there. Yeah, yeah that's wild. You know? Yeah, I hear you. I hear well, you. Yeah. Um, I have a horrible a fucking donuts, man. Like, I'll tell you, I'll be sitting down. I don't know where it was. I don't, I don't, I don't, even, I don't even know how Facebook. Put this like they, did they fucking listen to our conversations? I think so. I think so. Because there'll be things we're talking about, yeah. And then it pops up on my feed like a promotion thing, yeah. Um, donuts. Fucking, I remember I was talking about donuts and some Krispy Kreme fucking thing came up. We have these Reese's peanut butter stuff. Oreo stuff, stuff. Donuts. donuts. I was like, I was like let's go get them. And I actually, I was like, let's go. Fuck. I want to get donuts. Crazy. Too. That's on another level. Yeah. Like, like the basic version of that was. You know how the supermarket you walk yeah. in and they put like the, the smells in the, the front, like the yeah. bakery smells yeah. in the front to like open up your appetite to make you shop more. That's like that was real like low end subliminal messaging. Yeah. Now well, if you say it and it pops up no, in your yeah. feet, bro. The thing with the grocery stores too, I always feel like the lights in those stores fuck with my head, dude. Really? Not in a crazy way, but it's just probably the but bright for us in life yeah. that it's just like whenever you go to a shopping amount. mall or something like that, it's just, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it activates you to fucking Yo, buy yeah, more that shit. Could be something else, Who knows? Bro. <laughs> Who fucking knows, yeah. man? Hey, I wouldn't put it past them, bro. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean you're already at a shop, but they want to yeah. make sure you buy even more. Like my my, my girl what she would say, like people go shopping and they think they're saving money. But the way to save money is not spending your money. Correct. So let's say they put a price on this. These let's say Oreo cookies. Get two, f- buy one get one free. Yeah. You're still spending your money, and that's the whole thing about with America, man. They trick you into spending your money. The only way to save money is by not spending it. Yes. Yeah. And you it's know? and you know what? There's something to that because it's if you realize that if they could sell you two of those for the price of one, yeah. that means that they could have sold you that for that for the, half that price the whole time. Yeah. So does that mean that you've been overpaying? You know what I'm saying? You think about it. We overpay for everything. You know man. what I'm saying? Everything. Everything yeah. everything is overpaid. That, that's America for you. That's capitalism. That's capitalism. Yeah. We're just going to, you know, put a, put a fucking one of these iPhones together. I can imagine the real cost of putting it together. Yeah. To, to charging you 1100 bucks for this yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah, you know? exactly. And that, so think that, about that's it. come a long I know, way I know, I definitely know it didn't cost 1100 to make the fucking phone. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's crazy. It's all convenience. You know? that's, it's like, that's the difference between going to, like I say, your, your, your supermarket, your local supermarket, to pick something up as opposed to going to uh, 7-Eleven. You're always going to pay more at 7-Eleven because yeah. they're charging you for the convenience. Yeah. That's what it is. That's what it is. 
Dope. APOC, man. We talked. Hell yeah, we did we, talk. We discussed. We, we got to know APOC. We talked skateboarding. We talked music, pr- producing, MCing. Um, we got to listen to a song from APOC. Yeah, I got to, got to check that out. Um, check the video out for it. Make sure I'll put the I'll put the link in the show yes, notes. Yes, sir. Um, you sample beers. You really made your, that that ultimate oh, yeah. made an I, impression. I, I, I on drank you. the whole fucking can. Yes, I yes. want more actually. I'm no gonna su- drink more of these things. No survivor. See what's left. Probably not the passion fruit. Okay, okay. But definitely the brown one. This one here for nice, sure. Nice, nice. And then we talked food, man. You got we we uh, learned about your affinity for Mexican food. Yeah. We discussed desserts, man. Chocolate covered almonds. Yeah, they're, they're not they're, they're not safe at Whole Foods. Yeah, you come through, you're snatching up a whole bunch. Dope. Yo, APOC, man, as always, um, thank you, man. Thank you. I appreciate nah, you inviting man. me to the house. Thank you, brother. Yeah, thank this you. works, yo. As always, you know, like I say, um, I'd like to thank my guest, APOC, for taking the time, sitting down and talking it up with me. I'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in yet another week. Um, Bruce Beats and Eats, IG, keep up with me there. Gmail, um, let me know your thoughts. DM me, let me know your thoughts. Comment on everything. Uh, rate, comment, and subscribe. Uh, if you enjoyed what you heard, tell a friend. If you didn't enjoy it, tell an enemy. Tell somebody. Yeah, especially yeah. if they're into podcasts. Um, what else? All streaming platforms. And uh, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. Show's and and be sure to check me out on my site, www.iamesf.com. Everything's there. Eternal Soul Fire. Y'all get with it. Peace. Peace.